1: Welcome Welcome to to the Black Black Girl Flow Podcast, Podcast. a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us.
2: We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv. And Lex. Two
1: 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this
2: journey with us. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. We are so happy y'all are joining us for our last episode this February because whoo This month went by a little too quick.
1: I know, and we've
2: already entered Pisces season already. Like shout out to the Pisces, and also stay checking up on your Aquariuses. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> how did this month go? If you could like summarize how the did other Aquariuses are feeling out there, like
2: the vibrations. Did you not see us down bad?
1: I did, but like only during the first half of the half of the season. Yeah, and then
2: I then assumed. We went, then we went quiet. Yeah, y'all went. Which you should be worried. Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> heard, heard, heard. I got you.
2: Either way, so I'm I'm happy it's Pisces season two because we You're need like, to be all that. Sign our Aquarius. Speaking
1: of Pisces, mm-hmm. our girl RiRi is a Pisces. Even though she has an Aries st- stellium, um, she performed at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And now that the... And the... it's likely
2: to have a Cancer or Leo, baby.
1: Ooh, I didn't even think about Somebody, that. A lot of people
2: are projecting that she's already like four or five months pregnant.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even a sports girl, so it really was the Rihanna Bowl. Um, <laughs> and now that we're back, like, what, what were your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I loved she moved mountains yet again
1: Mm. with Mm. the
2: commentary. Like she just was so subtle with it. Yeah. I love that everyone was like, I was riding hard for her her, to like protect her postpartum body. Yeah. And then she for real was pregnant and everyone's like, we still love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it was good. It definitely didn't feel like 13 minutes for sure. Mm-hmm. And I hope we have more to come from her this year. But what about you?
1: I thought it was cool. I am one of those like diehard re-re friends because she's from the islands and everything. So but I'm not going to lie. Girl. I was expecting more. I was expecting more. And that's all that I'm going to say. Um, I you know, think I that think- it's great that she's pregnant and she still performed because Lord knows I would have been like, I don't even know about this. (laughs) Y'all ain't paying me. You don't get paid for the Super Bowl. So I would probably been like, nah, y'all got it. But, you know, I was, I I mean, four years hiatus. I'm going to just say what everyone else is thinking. I'm going to be the person. I'm going to be the person. So that's all I'm going to say. I was, I feel like, I just feel so jaded. I feel like she keeps saying to expect new music and it just doesn't happen. So I think I have trust issues.
2: I think you're probably, there's, a representative of a much larger voice that mm. feels the same way, but just won't say it. You yeah, know? I, so. I'm going
1: to be the president for the people that won't speak up right now. Okay,
2: okay, advocate. Don't get at love me, though. Love it, love it. But before we dive into our episode, how have you been?
1: I've been... Interesting. I think I we needed a something. reset from a reset from a reset. <laughs> Each time I come back, I'm like, I'm resetting. <laughs> I don't know how many post checks <laughs> at this point I've been like, I'm resetting and I'm realigning cuz <laughs> life just keeps on throwing it's hurdles. Glitching. The life matrix is, is glitching. Yeah, and I am definitely someone that likes to roll with the punches, but hey, I just think I'm at the point this year where I have to stop making excuses for myself and I feel like there was a little bit of victim mentality going on where I just felt like okay I just deserve a life of rest and a a life of ease and to the point where I was just seeking out pleasure and I wasn't actually applying myself and being disciplined with my craft yeah um and like I've been gentle with myself in the process of trying to reset and come back to myself, but it has been very frustrating, I would say, just having to constantly feel like I'm coming back to the to the board and almost with the sports reference like re <laughs> redesigning the way the layout is going to be or however sports people talk <laughs> like I feel like I just keep coming to the scoreboard or keep coming to like the the map and being like okay, well why do we try this way? Why do we try this yeah. way? Um, so I've just been, yeah, rolling with the punches.
2: Yeah. Does that feel like a sense of like a limbo or it's just kind of like a dull faded? Cause I'm sure this, this resonates with a lot of people because it, yeah, it's only February and I don't know about y'all, but this year yeah, feels,
1: are we in 2025 yet? Please
2: <laughs> ask. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's like we lost time and then now it's like sped up so much. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel real.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I am really proud of myself for not giving up. And I think anyone that is oh, going through that. situations where they feel like they have to keep coming to the drawing board and like keep, you know, sketching out how to go about like yeah. New Year's things, like you should feel really proud of yourself that you're still standing. Yeah. So that's more so the mindset that I've had. But yeah, like I actually love that. it's frustrating. Yeah.
2: It's interesting you saying that reminds me of this guy that like I was out one night and it was like a friend of uh, my boyfriend's friends whatever Mm -hmm. and his he's an engineer Mm -hmm. and I was asking because I think engineers are just so interesting people and so I was like oh like explain to me your job like explain ask an engineer to explain their job because it's just so fascinating and he was like well we get assigned to a project. And I was like, well, once you design it, like, why, what do you need to do? Like, you're not out there building it. And he was like, well, we get reports back to like how the project is going. And imagine if they put the cement down and it changes some type of metric then we have to adjust the whole project mm. or say they want to cut costs on certain things like we have to redesign the whole project and he's like not redesign it but make adjustments along the way Yeah. and I was like and he's like and it's stressful because like you have to do these turnaround because they're quite literally building it in front of you mm. and you saying that of just like the reset after the reset after the reset and it's like yeah because when you're building a really big project you constantly have to make adjustments to it Yeah. and it's not that you're starting completely over but it's like you have this infrastructure and you have to be on guard to keep adjusting so yeah. you saying that just reminded me of that like very tangible example i was like oh wow yeah i can see that
1: yeah it's like oh i thought i was a morning person well for i can't wake up early for shit now so <laughs> guess i'm a night person okay well i used to like going to the gym but i have no desire to w- lift weight so how am i gonna move my body and it's just a give and take of constantly trying to figure out what works for you in different yeah. stages of your life but hey man <laughs> we're still here hopefully next time I'll have a little bit more of an update besides we're resetting, but
2: <laughs> we're resetting how are you reset. feeling
1: you just got back from Mexico vacation yes,
2: yes. y'all nothing is more anticlimactic than going to work after vacation oh yeah and just being like uh and it's funny because literally nobody in my office knew where I was going because I really be on the low low <laughs> <laughs> on brand y'all like I really just don't like my I just don't like people in my business and I'm really not in the office to make friends like that <laughs> and I work with a bunch of like older women so if I really let them be my business they would be my business so mm. it's so funny I had a meeting today and everyone's like oh it's so good to have you back Lexi where were you again? (laughs) I was like, I was like, not that you ever knew in the first place. I didn't say that, but I was like, I was like, oh, I went to Mexico city and they were like, oh, wow
1: right like that's all you're getting so just know. stick on that wow I gave
2: them I gave them one little one little tidbit of like our, my valentine's day gift. okay nice and that was like that sufficed enough okay. and they were like so where's the pictures I was like here's two <laughs> and they were like oh my gosh you're so adventurous and I was like right so what this mean what's this meeting about right so let's so, get
1: back on topic so
2: I'm just trying to unpack my life from that physically figuratively and literally
1: Mm. well we love to hear that thank you so much for giving (laughs) us a little recap and you know why don't we just go ahead and jump into the into the meat of today's conversation yeah we talk so much on this platform about the trials and tribulations that we experience navigating adulthood yes and one of those like things that i don't think it's enough attention Mm -hmm. is the act of forgiving yourself in like when you're evolving Mm. you know a lot of us aren't the same person that we were a year ago yeah a month ago maybe even yesterday and we're constantly reshaping the person that we want to be yeah but we make so many mistakes along the way Mm. and it's sometimes easy to just like push that (laughs) under the rug and (laughs) be like well (laughs) I'm a new (laughs) person I'm a new person now and and I think when when you don't acknowledge the mistakes and when you don't process and forgive yourself for making those mistakes those things become hardened in in Ooh. your interior and and it I don't know like I just think it, it becomes harder to process or address later on in life
2: yeah yeah and so let's
1: get into that like
2: when you said that word of like it hardens a part of you that kind of bridged with me because I was thinking about this idea of like a butterfly yeah and you're saying like we're not the same person that we were five months six months a year ago even when some of us feel like we are the same person you know Mm. like that is also a part of it too And when you said like this hardening, I was like, ah, yeah, like that shell, right? Like that cocoon that we kind of create around ourselves. And sometimes if we don't recognize what's being hardened, then it actually is standing in our way of kind of breaking through that. If we kind of can't acknowledge how that's still sticking to us. So I really appreciate that visual.
1: There's when I think about last year, Mm -hmm. I really was kind of in hermit mode. Mm-hmm. Like I was on my celibate journey. It wasn't really talking to any guys was keeping my circle small, yeah. really just, you know, showing up to work and mm-hmm. then, you know, not on social media, kind of left my content creator era for a while. And I had to process so much, so many of the things that I, I feel like I wish I could have changed from the years prior, mm-hmm. um, during that period of time. And, when you're in the process of forgiving yourself there's so much shame that comes from the people that you hurt or the just the consequences of your own actions like the trauma Mm -hmm. even from making just like stupid mistakes that could have been avoidable and i just didn't really know what to do with that shame i've i've learned recently that i like to compartmentalize my emotions a lot and I um I'm a big person that's like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine until I'm not fine anymore who gets
2: so mad at other people for doing the same thing
1: hey man it's hey. <laughs> the more we reflect the more we the more we learn but and the yeah. same
2: girl who told somebody at a party that we need to bring shame back okay
1: this was funny (laughs) this was okay that's so out of context that's so out of context context. that's so out of context I'll
2: give you that but it was kind of funny yeah yeah yeah
1: so uh, yeah I just felt a lot of shame and I didn't really know what to do with it and yeah I went to therapy for a while and um was able to process a bit of it but like I think the only thing that you can really do when you're in the process of forgiving yourself is uh recognize the mistakes and then learn how to do better in the future and be more mindful yeah and so i think that's what's been helping me on the process of forgiving myself but i just know that there are a lot of people that may not even be ready to address forgiving other people that have hurt them that have caused a lot of trauma or forgiving themselves when they've caused a lot of other people yeah um
0: oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill
2: and I think we can definitely get into the type of mindfulness you have to have in order to even begin that conversation whether directed towards yourself or even with other people Um, because Adrienne Marie Brown who writes so many incredible books one of them being Emergent Strategies which I just love it's so applicable to not only work spaces but also life spaces and she has a podcast but one time she was talking about this idea of like interdependence and often talks in metaphors of like ecosystems and pulling in n- nature's lessons into our own life mm. since we're a part of that and just talks about this idea of doing harm and says like we're not exempt from committing harm like yeah that's actually near impossible for us to not have some type of reaction or impact on the world. And I think we were talking the other day about like every action has a reaction and stuff like that. And she's like, it's more about how we respond when that harm is committed. Mm. And I think that's the same thing of like, sometimes we're actually kinder to other people than we are to ourselves in those moments. Because when it's to somebody else, it's like, Oh my gosh, I hurt their feelings. Like, let me tend to them And when it's ourselves and we're the one who commits the harm against ourselves by either in my example, there's been plenty of time I've like betrayed my own intuition Mm. and, or just like you were talking about, like not enacted in the sense of discipline or mindset that I knew was best for me. And it's like, well, when it's just you and yourself having that conversation, it's like, yo, am I going to let that go? Like, yeah. <laughs> am I let me off the hook for that one? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's not some other sense of emotions that you can kind of project or mirror off of like you're really left in your own devices. And I think that that can be really difficult for people to to spend time. But we do have to think about that because we're not exempt from not committing harm or doing wrong sometimes or having yeah. an impact that we didn't intend to be yeah so
1: there's so many things at play that goes into like our inner communications with other people and I think when I envision for myself and for other people like when we talk about self-love it's allowing all of the parts of yourself to exist Mm -hmm. and accepting all of the parts of yourself yeah and being okay with knowing that hey this part of myself like holds a lot of shame for what I've done in the past, but I still love that part of myself and I'm going to nurture that part of myself so that I don't commit that same thing again. And you know, there is this content creator that I love and she was talking about how she used to get cheated on all the time and she decided to cheat back and she felt so bad yeah for cheating and she went to her mom and she was crying like why did i do that and she was like good people don't feel bad for cheating you know and and it's like okay like that in itself is is still like you're you're acknowledging the fact that you did this but you can still say like hey I shouldn't have. Moment. Yeah, see, yeah, see see your weakness and be like, "Okay, I was having an insecure moment and I was seeking revenge on this person that's hurt me mm-hmm. and I didn't feel good in the process of seeking revenge and I actually ended up still hurting this person and myself and my own values." Yeah. But I'm going to learn how to move forward. Yeah. And yeah. Let's it's, just sit in that for a little bit
2: because the self-awareness and the maturity that it takes to even speak that truth. Cause it's like the, the truth of the matter of events occur, like, mm-hmm. like we've been talking about, there's just moments where you make decisions, they have consequences. And sometimes you don't even realize till later on. It's like, wow, I paid the price for that. Somebody else paid the price for that just even then speaking the other side of that truth of what deeper was going on, take so much heightened awareness. And I believe that everybody is truly capable of that, but it does take a lot of just like calming the mind and like getting back to your groundedness to say like, dang, like that, that really did a new one on me. Yeah. That hurt me. That hurt me. And for me to move forward it's not about a forgive you know it's not about a forget like out of sight out of mind and to your point too just like the compartmentalizing it's really like I need to spend some time leaning into this yeah and the same amount of grace that I would give other people I need to give myself in this process too
1: how would you say that you are like on a scale of one to ten forgiving when other people commit (laughs)
2: like
1: wrongness on you
2: Oh, yeah, I think I'm pretty forgiving. I think mm. i i I do hold uh, I think a high standard for the people around me to be communicative and like, you know. Rec- just be their whole selves. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, if you are your whole self, then and I'm my whole self, then we can do this, and mm-hmm. we can figure out anything else past that. And I still don't know if that verges on an- a sense of delusion yet. Because <laughs> 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 I, I was literally telling my mom, I was like, my default, like my toxic trait is I genuinely believe everyone can win mm. like I believe that to my core and you really can't convince me otherwise that we can't all win in this mm. like it to me it just doesn't make sense if not so probably to a fault at certain extent but if you really make me mad I just don't like being mad so I think I'm quick to try and process through something so that I don't have to be mad because I hate that feeling mm. That's, what about you?
1: That's interesting. I would also say like I'm a very forgiving person, but I have people in my life that are like, I don't want to say good at holding grudges, but like they really keep a scoreboard. <laughs> not not even keep a scoreboard, but it's like, I think when it comes to family relationships, mm. there are people that like, it's, Oof. it's harder to forgive your parents when, when they, you know, have shaped your idea of yeah. like, what it looks like showing up as a partner or or as a parent. And and it's harder and maybe we'll have another episode on that. But let's get back to the grounding piece because I think there are certain rituals that I've been really learning about and that I think could potentially help you all in the process of forgiving yourself. And I think going back to that aware piece, journaling is something that I preach all day, every day that can really help you just become more aware of not only your limitations, but also um, kind of like your subconscious mind and how you view, uh, I don't know, like how you view navigating the world or like how you view yourself in a sense. And I think the first step is, for one, becoming aware that you feel the emotion Mm -hmm. and that you feel the need to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that journaling is a great tool, Um, but I also think, part of forgiving yourself is just being mindful of the relationships that you have and the way that you're Past affects your present moment, Ooh. and so just having like more mindful moments. And I think for me, like moving slowly, yeah, is such a huge part of my healing journey when it comes to forgiving myself. Because I find that when I am rushing through things, or when I am you know rushing through hanging out with people, rushing to get to certain things, like it still ends up impacting other people and myself in a negative way because I am not being truly present and I am trying to get to the next moment.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. To to all of that. And I'm not a big journaler. I really wish I was. Everyone tells me I just need to commit to it. I just think I don't have that voice in my head to help, to help yeah. guide me. But I will say in that same vein of journaling, speaking it, like speaking it out and saying like, I hurt me. Like, I'm sorry to mm-hmm. me. Like saying that because if we're going to put just as much emphasis on our affirmations then like we need to commit to ourselves to keeping that conversation going even when it's getting tough and apologizing to yourself and honestly i would say find somebody that you feel really safe to share that with Mm. because you are sharing space with so many more people than you think and even though that might be an interaction you've had with yourself being like yeah like I'm actually you know really kind of disappointed in myself and sharing that with people so that they can hold you up in that time too because you're not in this by yourself and like we were talking about this kind of ripple effect that our actions can have, bring the people along with you in that journey. And I promise you, it's so much more healing than just sitting and, and kind of beating ourselves up because it's not what we're trying to get to. We're really trying to say, like, the acknowledgement of our actions and then the accountability that we want to take and responsibility we want to take into our own hands and sharing that with people, I think, can be a really beautiful process. So, just in the same vein of journaling, speaking that out. And yeah, I I think exactly what you're saying of just like really resting, like resting and regrounding yourself, being like, okay, if this is all true, then where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. Just as much as you would do if somebody hurt your feelings and you were trying to figure out, like, okay, where do we go from here?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I think that accountability piece is so huge because again, like with the victim mindset of thinking, like, oh, my parents did this to me, so I can do this to other people, and like, Oh, well, you know, just like never taking accountability for your actions can actually sever a lot of relationships and leave you kind of down and about and down and out. And I do agree with you. Like we all have so many skeletons in our closet And there is no better time to process those skeletons than the present moment. Yeah. Because that's how you align with your highest self. That's how you reach the goals and the things that you want quicker because you're aware and no one can tell you about yourself. It's like, I know that I did this. I'm not proud of it. And I'm moving forward with the best intentions in mind and knowing your values. Again, we talk about that a lot as well, like knowing what you stand for, knowing the the things that you stand on and that you want your community to stand on also helps keep you accountable to being like this doesn't align with with who i am and And all you can do is put your best foot forward because you know none of us are perfect we're gonna keep on making mistakes but being gentle with yourself in the process i think is the most important part
2: yeah well i hope for somebody whoever needed that invitation to you know, begin the process of forgiving themselves for whatever is going on in their life. Or some of y'all, you're like, actually, I'm going to keep this tool in my toolbox because I know I'm going to need it. Yeah. (laughs) Whether you're either or of those situations, we hope this was a super helpful episode Um, As we're trying to be more transparent of the things that are going through our lives and hope that you all get a little bit out of something out of it.
1: Yeah. Processing on your own time is important and we'll love you throughout the process. And with that being said, peace, love, blessings. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps
2: grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks